0: Wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Keep smoking on the phone While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now
1: Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down What up, guys? Hanging out, man. Two tone, two tone Willie, man. How you doing, buddy? Uh, not bad. Thanks for uh, having me on today. I was hanging recently. I remember, uh, I, you know, we have these events out in Throwdown, you were at, and we'll talk about that a little bit in Portland. And then recently, the DDC Cup, I was sure. out front hanging up the banner. Um, and like, I was precariously on a ladder a little bit, and a kind gentleman came over and was like, maybe you should help me hold the ladder. And I didn't recognize you, man. It's like, you're just like, sweet, dude, what's up? So good to have you on yeah. today.
2: Actually, man, Two-Tone Willie, out of my terrible memory, is one of the guys that I would recognize if I ran into him, man. <laughs> I think it's something about your Instagram, man. I mean, dude, I, I, I do got to say, like, guys like uh, Dabson Pollock, uh, uh, Jaron from New Millennium, man, and, and Two-Tone Willie, these guys have the pictures that I just kind of I look at. I can't believe, man, the frost on their, on their buds are fucking amazing, man. I mean, dude, you got to give us some of your tricks today, man. Before you leave, you got to give us some tricks, brother.
3: Yeah, there's not a whole, a, a lot of people ask, you know, do you use LED CMH? You know, they want to bring up all these fancy, you know, ideas of what I might be using. And it's really funny to tell people I'm uh, in pots and pure cocoa with old school air-cooled HPS lights from Hortelux. Um, wow. There's really nothing special about my grow other than uh, I, I would look for, you know, really Nice genetics that suit my environment. Even air cooled, huh? You're pushing light through glass, huh? Yeah, exactly. Well, with the setup I have, you know, uh, I, I found air cooled just it's is a the net. best for the air conditioning situation I have right now. Net. It still pulls a lot of that heat out of the room. So. Wow, but that is a—that's
2: uh, respect to your genetics, then, man. Because I mean, it really is frosty. That's all right. So yeah. I'm learning, then. I am learning.
3: You know, like, well, I, it's, it's like you always say, you know, you you can have the best growth setup in the world, but if you're putting hemp plants in there, don't expect to get frosty <laughs> you know, plants out of it Right. or vice versa. You could have the best genetics. But if your environment is 120 degrees and, and not correct, you're obviously not going to get anything good out of it either. So it's kind of a combo of the two, obviously. Well, where are you out of? You're in Washington, right? Yeah, I'm just outside of just, Seattle. Scotty's always. I'm
1: interested too. We got to get we get these prohibition reports and what's going on out there as far as uh, I don't know. What are you? Interesting. This gray market, black but, market. Yeah, what?
2: Yeah, just in general. First off, what's the law like, man? You got home growers' rights there. You got med and rec. Help us out with that first in Washington State.
3: So it's kind of a, it's kind of interesting, and I like to use our state as like a warning to other states that okay. are thinking about legalizing because. Before it was legal, we had actually one of the older uh, medical setups, but it was fairly unregulated. So it was one of those places, like you talk about, where you could go in with a duffel bag of weed and come out with a duffel double, double bag of money for years and years. I used to really like um, that. Yeah, and, and obviously that's great for a lot of small people, you know. Sure. But um, at, at some point they wanted to regulate, but the government just never – Got around to passing any laws, so they'd complain how unregulated it was, yet they would do nothing to fix it. Um, and then we ended up getting—I think it was 2012—it got on the ballot to legalize. And when they, uh, you know, introduce a the law, they said it won't affect medical whatsoever. Um, and so a lot of people voted for it, and I knew it would pass because the law was more geared towards getting people that didn't smoke, you right. know, to vote for it. Mm-hmm. They want, you know, you want to bring in the tax revenue. You want, you know, to bring in just, uh, quote unquote jobs and whatnot. Sure. So uh, I, it passed pretty handily, like by 60%. Um, and so they said that they would fix a lot of uh, issues with the law after we pass. You know, they kind of use (laughs) the argument that we just, we just need to get over this hurdle. Then we can kind of fix everything after after that, you know, and one of the issues is that there is no home grow. Um, Washington state is the only quote unquote legal state that has absolutely no home grow law whatsoever. What's up with that? So what's this,
1: what are they going to do? If you're home growing and you're growing, let's say four to six plants, and you are you know just just for you you're not slinging dime bags whatever i mean are they enforcing that is it the cops don't really care
3: they're turning their heads yeah you don't really hear about too many bus and the ones you do hear about it's usually pretty big time there was one a couple weeks ago and yeah they, they pulled out like 1100 flowering plants or something like that <laughs> um, so, so if, you're, if you're you know clearly jumping the, the shark as far as your uh, grow and somebody turns you in they are going to come after you but yeah they're, they're not kicking down doors alright well my concern is like even though uh, they're, they're turning
1: their heads or whatever like if you have kids in the house or whatever you never want, the authorities to be able to use some shit against you. Why is it like that? Was is it strictly politics? Why are they not letting the public just grow their own few plants? Because I said always because they, would, always
2: they would. would fix it later, you know? Oh,
1: don't worry, get medical in and then we'll fix it later. No, let's think about that. How are you getting tax money? How are you getting tax money if they can grow it on their own, right? If they have to go to a store to buy it, kind of they joke. have to pay you taxes.
3: Yeah, I always kind of joke with people that before it was legal with our medical laws, they were so laid back that any person up here could legally walk around with two, two and a half pounds of weed. They could grow, you know, up to a hundred plants. Um, you could uh, go to events like the High Times Cannabis Cup and just, you know, share dads and bowls and joints and whatnot. And then once we went legal, now you can only carry up to an ounce for up until a year ago, the way the law was written, it was actually illegal to even share a joint because, Anything that you purchased was to be consumed <coughs> by you solely. So even me handing my well, handing a joint to law my law wife thing, yeah. under the law would be considered illegal. Um but so so basically what happened is we passed this legal law. And so we still had the medical side. So they kind of just um floated together. There was no rec shops. And then um a bunch of lobbyists came together and they wrote another law called fifty fifty-two uh, uh and basically what it was was a lot of the legal growers um, got together and helped write a law that essentially killed off the entire medical scene up here. So they forced all of the dispensaries to close um, and then they like limited even patient rights even more. So now up here, the tricky part is even finding a doctor, which there are a few. Uh, I, I'm lucky enough to have a doctor that will still prescribe it to right. me. Um But even she, the last time I went there, she's like, you can have up to four plants and not register. If you want to go more than four plants, you have to register with the state so that if they wanted to come inspect, they could. Um, And uh, basically, she's like, you can grow up to four and I have no idea where to get seeds or plants for (laughs) you, you know. um, So So
2: it's uh, a be careful what you wish for. You start getting the lawyers involved.
3: Man. Well, it's like I tell everyone, we didn't really legalize so much as we just went and over regulated the hell out of it. You well, know, so, that.
2: Gee, surprise, surprise. Uh, it's a surprise, surprise. Yeah, that right. seems to be what, what <laughs> it, people with 40 uh, hour week jobs do, man. Job security.
3: Yeah, I would say don't vote for anything yeah, unless and you can that, grow your own. And the other sad thing about Washington State, I think Colorado, um, you at least have to do pesticide testing as well as Oregon. So, they, I think there's actually only two labs in the entire state that are capable of testing for illegal pesticides. And every time like a reporter goes out there and just grabs a random stuff off right, the shelf, there's right. uh, they're always finding something neat in the, <laughs> in product, you know? So, um, the, that's the other kind of sad part. Like, uh, I have like a, a good buddy that's a quadriplegic and, and now that they've killed medical off one, he doesn't really have a community anymore to associate with, um, uh, and then he has no access to medicine because he can't drive and there's no delivery services up here anymore. So you legally can't deliver to him anymore. You can't gift it anymore as a patient. So they they've really like uh I think dropped the ball on that, you know, for people that legitimately really need the medicine. What is so, so now you now, you can go to a rec store, and I think they give you 10% off of the price. So if you require high-quality flour, like my buddy, your $400 sure. ounce is now only $360 an ounce. Whoa, so, what a bargain, Well, within man. his means, you know, being on a budget. So. Jesus, that's
2: <laughs> ridiculous, man. That's ridiculous. That's what I was going to ask you is what an ounce was. And And so what, how about black market, though? So it doesn't sound like there's too much of a difference in quality between the black market and, and the dispensary weed, No.
3: Um, black market definitely has better weed just because you got to factor in that. So in Washington state, everything has to be pre packaged, gotcha. which means you can't dry it out. You can't touch shit. it. You can't smell it at the time of purchase. Right. So That's basically, so they have to leave it out in like exposed containers. So everything's, you know, degrading in the light. Right. <laughs> and for the most part, they dry it out a lot. Of- because obviously you don't want to deal with bud rot or anything. Sure. Although in Washington state, you legally can sell bud rot in the rec store, powdery mildew product. Oh, good um, for they you. Have no I'm with you doing that.
1: <laughs> so this is where I take it to, yeah, I mean, this is a testament to grow your own. Don't be part of this system. Well, and man, it's tough
2: absolutely. when it's illegal, you know?
1: It's, yeah,
3: but it's, You're like breaking one the those, it's I, still
1: one of those areas.
3: The hashtag, outgrow the corporate takeover, because I think that's the only way to do it is you have to grow uh, a really high-end product, and and let people you know. I, I think it's important to, for people to know, and that's one thing I try to express through my Instagram account. Is like I don't have a large grow, but I can produce enough quality product for me and my life all day long, and it's sure. better than anything you'll find in the store. And that's not to say there are a couple good farms up here, um, but they tend to struggle because you know they're competing against these giant farms that can sell you know up bunch of boof in nice fancy containers and because you can't touch or smell you can't really tell the difference a lot of times you know as you know something can look really nice but if you crack the jar maybe it smells like hay um For where sure. another person's quality product that looks just as good when you crack it open it's like heaven coming out of the jar you know no, it's um, back, and that's back where back to like small it's, producers really
1: it's almost like back to the hydro days where it's all all just bag appeal if you got bag appeal it's going to going to go or yeah. bag appeal and good high-end, high-end packaging and bag appeal. And that's all you really need. Cause I had good if, if they can't smell it really and high. they can't know if it's dank, they'd have to either buy it and be a repeat or yeah. Yep. I'll,
3: I'll, I'll say this. I've only bought one recreational ape. It was from a company called fat Panda. And as soon as I opened the jar and they're one of the bigger producers up here, it seriously smelled like ammonia, and I have heard of companies up here that, when they have PM or uh, bud rot issues, they will like spray ammonia on their product to kill it off. Hey, know? So,
2: a little so. ammonia never killed nobody. Let's take
3: it back a little and, too. And once you buy <laughs> it, you can't bring it back, so you just kind of stuck with the product. I, I seriously oh, just sort of crashed and, and, scary, and like, with my life. But that two people scary. that
1: don't know or haven't heard of the two tone Willie man at the Portland Throwdown. Um, you came out, and this is a smaller, little event, but you, you had some fire. You placed like I think first, second, and third. I don't <laughs> know, but I think we had to adjust it.
3: Yeah, I was actually going to say one thing to you guys for doing your uh, that you know the the cup out in Denver. I, I wasn't initially planning, but I found plenty. Playing- tickets so cheap I couldn't resist. That's awesome. But it's awesome that you guys step up and, and do that for the community. And then two, congratulations on that uh Adam Dunn, you know, second place win because oh, Adam Dunn it. like it's been addressed before, he is a legit grower. He's been in the scene and he kind of Brings other really great growers um, surrounding him, you know. So if you got second place there, you you definitely had some uh, uh, really top end products.
1: Hell yeah, I'll have, I can't yeah. wait to smoke. He's my with personal
2: you, sir. grower, man. Come on, man. You know, <laughs> what, joke. You what, <laughs> are you,
1: what are you up to though, man? I hear there's you, you're going to have some seeds available because I mean, we, we want to be able to grow these yeah. genetics.
2: Tell me about genetics, man, because you. I want to also know. I know you've got a seed
3: company going, right? i am in the preliminary stages so basically what i did is i set up a second instagram account you can go follow two-tone genetics right and what i kind of want to do is just document the process yeah good you know of microbreeding i just feel like there's not a whole lot of people out there like um you were interviewing Subcool the other day and he's been in the scene for god who knows how long 20 plus years but Back when he was doing it, it was so underground and you couldn't really like, like it just magically there's a pack of seeds and you don't know the history of, you know, how he came to find those phenos or the male or, or what he did as far as stress testing or testing the, you know, what were, what the seeds end up becoming. And so I just think it's a cool Uh, spot to be in right now where we can be a little more open about it. And um, I can kind of show everybody like, this is how I'm selecting my mails. Here's a picture of the mail I'm using, Um, you know, get the final product which are the seeds and then grow those out and show you what exactly those seeds are doing are they any good um, because I, for the last few years uh, it, it's kind of a, in an interesting correlation like I was listening to that sub cool uh, interview just an hour ago or so and he was talking about when the forest fire took down his house right um, he re- you know it, it was kind of a blessing in disguise and it was kind of the same thing up here when they killed medical you know I used to always go to the clone store and pick up just like I like to grow a lot of varieties and so that was taken away from me and then I started getting into seeds and after I started growing out some seeds I started introducing myself to breeders and they started giving me tests or seeds to test and along the last couple years I've noticed that there's a lot of shoddy seed companies out there. Like I'm wasting a lot of time doing a lot of testing on genetics that like, in my opinion, shouldn't be released. So. All
2: right. So how do you with of, that? Uh, what separates bad from good? What, what do you respect in a seed in a breeder, man?
3: Uh, okay. What, one is I did, like, uh, here's a great example. Um, I, I'm not going to name any names whatsoever, but like there's a bigger seed company out there. I tested his gear. And I uh, hit him up, and I was like, "Hey, every single one of these plants is herming on me, like throwing nanners in week three and four a flower, you know." Nice, yeah. And uh, what is the bigger? A seed like, distributor? Well, no,
1: just again—is it like a seed distributor?
3: You're saying?" It's a—it's an actual breeder. Okay, cool. Um, but but when I hit him up, you know, and I was like, "Hey, every." single one of these is no good, you know? And he's like, all right, I won't release them. I was like, you know, a lot of people will, I know that sucks because it's out of your pocket, but a lot of people will respect you in the end. And then two weeks later I see him sell them, you know, uh. online and I'm like, all right, so why did I waste my time, my energy, you know, like doing all this testing for you if it doesn't really matter in the end. Yeah. And so I really respect breeders like Mr. Soul or like Duke diamond or, um, uh, I, another one is dirt farmer who i love but uh, these guys are actually testing their own genetics before they ever release them um which I, I it sucks from a breeding standpoint if you're just trying to make money really fast you sure. know because you could like i i make seeds all the time that are really cool on paper as far as like what the crosses are right but i don't know what they're going to actually do until i pop them and i think to sell a pack of seeds for you know, a hundred dollars to somebody and not know exactly what they're going to do is, is a little, uh, um, it's not the route I want to go. And guys like Dirt Farmer and what they're doing, the actual testing. So it takes an extra six months to a year of them doing the test. And then maybe they don't even have a product they still want to, you know, put out to the customer, but that's kind of the route I want to take. And I want to document it as well. And that's
1: like a lot of things in life. It takes time to build your reputation, man. That shit doesn't happen overnight. I mean.
3: Exactly. And it's all how, an experiment too. I've been talking
1: it, a lot. Sorry. I was just going to, I'm so
2: sorry. To interrupt. How much times does it, do you have to prove that you're stable? You know what I mean? For me, it's uh, I still have proven after 46 years, but two generations
3: you go or what? Man? <laughs> Sometimes it's the first one. It just depends, you know, um, Like, usually in week three or four of flower is when I typically find issues in anything. Um, And a lot of people will be like, well, just keep your bottoms cleaned up. But that isn't a satisfactory answer for me. I just think you should have bulletproof genetics, you know, or a very low percentage that are actually doing it. If if your genetics are 100% throwing manners and potential – my my whole thing is uh, most people are small growers, and most sure. people are growing in little four by four tents or little closets, less than
2: ideal environments, and that's the kind of shit that throws off nanners, man.
3: Yeah, and and all it takes is one nanner in a four by four room, and you can seat up your entire room, you know. And I've had that happen to my rooms before, and it's it's not the best. you know. <laughs> and that's one thing a lot of people don't, you know, a lot of people like to complain about the price of seeds, but you don't factor in all the testing, all the potentially seeding up your room. Um, you're not getting products you can do anything with usually in the end when you break open those seeds. And then on top of it, your season might not be any good, you know? So if you can find a quality line. Um, and pay a hundred dollars and get something that's going to be stable and give you a product that you're going to be happy with, then I think a hundred dollars, you know, for, if you can get a pound or two out of your little closet, it's a great deal in the end. You ain't kidding man. As long as you follow the right folk, I like how you're kind of, And along uh, the line, I, I said it before, but along the lines of doing this, I really want to find one special cut, um, that I bred, um, and call it the DGZ yeah, Cut 2.0, I was and hoping you were maybe all it like, and, that. you know, throw it. So
0: yeah, all
1: you put right. a smile on my face, brother. DGZ Cut 2.0. Yeah, it sounds
3: pretty good. I, I don't, I don't think the 1.0 is out there anymore. So I, I really feel like I want to find something that's got the frost, it's got the colors, it's got the smell, and I know I'll find it along the line. All right, uh, 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 doing all these. Themes. No hunts, but I'm in a unique spot where I have, you know, the space to do some of these hunts that other people that are smaller growers may not have. And so I just think it would be neat as a community if we, you know, because, you know, as well as anyone, I've given some of my best cuts to people. And when they're done flowering it out, it looks completely different or tastes. It's a little different depending on growth style. So it'd just be neat as a community, like Fish Ganja guy, if he can do an aqua, you know, uh, aquaponics, in his yeah. aquaponics system or, you know, a uh, no till system out in your place. Like it'd just be neat to, you know, maybe come together for one of these cups and a lot, maybe a good group of people have that cut and can kind of show off the variances of the growth style and how idea. it affects the final product. Or it. we do a, do our own grow-off style
1: Yeah, where a group of growers in the DGC get the same, same, cut. same cut again, and then everybody gets to show off who's got the vote on who's got the best. That'd be pretty cool to cool. see. Yeah.
3: I'm down. So that, that, that's I, I've been throwing around, but I definitely will pick out a cut for the community, and I'm hoping by the end of the year to find that thing.
2: Hey, give me something that's trendy but up there, uh, man. Give me something uh, uh, Jaron came from uh 58 today. He brought some Dosi dough. That's been trendy here for about a year now, no? What's uh yeah, what, what's I, going on up there?
3: I don't do trendy.
2: Did you do
0: trendy. You got to
3: do trendy, people, man. People really like them cookies. And, and to be honest, I love the Dosi dough. <laughs> I have like several it. uh Dosi dough crosses, um, and it is it's a good smell. Uh bag appeal is through the roof on it obviously. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, decent high. Uh, so yeah, I, 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 can see why it's such a popular strain up here, honestly, because the whole medical scene has died and it's mainly wreck the top selling strains up here. And I know it's just because you have a lot of new smokers and they probably just Google, you know, top poison.
2: Come on. What do we got?
3: Uh, uh, blue dream and gorilla glue number four are the top selling in Washington State so oh,
2: is, I just wish I could be a so. fly on the wall Do you have gorilla glue number four? Oh.
3: Yes. yeah yeah and, and I think and I'm sure you guys see it out there too it's kind of interesting watching people that really are kind of new to it or just don't have the information they just assume you can buy gorilla glue number four from any of the farms and it's gonna be the same thing <laughs> Google,
2: so. it's probably like me talking That's, about uh, a computer you know so. it's probably that annoying.
1: <laughs> So when do you think, uh, roughly, yeah. uh, we might we can expect to be able to actually um, get some of these genetics? Hey, you sell no wine before it's time. All right, it's, or is it too <laughs> soon? To, too soon to tell.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm, I'm trying to do everything uh, from kind of an organic standpoint of cool. just letting it naturally happen. I, okay. I don't have a time frame. I I just want yeah, to, that's I to do. It. You're to not in charge.
1: Plants are in charge. <laughs> So.
3: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> While I would love everything to finish in 30 days, that isn't the uh, case. Uh, it, it's kind of uh, you know. I, I always think to myself when I pop a seed, I'm like, here's a here's at least a minimum four month commitment I'm making. You know, to, to this one specific i would be bummed if
2: on me man you know after six eight weeks
3: that's what i was gonna say the
1: analogy is like if let's say you're, you're somebody that they're a custom car painter and if you screw up it sucks you might have to redo the whole thing but at least you can redo the whole thing tomorrow and get started on it that's right true. like there's such right. a time frame involved i respect um with breeders and trying to you know get what they want and if you're not patient you're just not gonna you should not be you know in the in the field so,
3: yeah. And a lot of times you're not going to find what you're looking for. I mean, I've, I've popped a lot of packs where at the end of it, I go, yeah, I don't want to run any of these again. <laughs> you know, It happens all the time. So like my standard, my, my bar of excellence has been raised a lot over the years of doing these pheno hunts. And I, it's one of those things where it'd be so much easier for me to just grow GMO all day long. You know, it's super fast. It's super easy. Right. Everyone loves the you monocrop. You're sure. always on a set schedule, but I'm, I, I don't know. I have always had ADD when it comes to growing. I like to grow. Like there's times I walk into my room and I'm like, oh, there's literally not two of anything in this room. You know, they're tall, they're short, they it's all over the place, but I love the challenge of it, you know? And, and I think at the end of the day, it, it makes my catalog a lot stronger than most people's.
1: Awesome, man. Well, you know, being a good friend of the DGC here, especially got me excited for that 2.0, man, 2.0 cut. Um, What's up? I just got to ask
2: one thing. This is a breeder and he knows his shit, dude. How do you, what do you think about Femme? What do you think about feminized seeds? Uh, Would you do a Femme line? Uh, Do you think, yeah, yeah,
3: I'll ask. Um, so, my take on it, I, I'm personally not going to get into the FEM seeds anytime soon. Um, I'm taking a more traditional stance on it, but I, I do have a couple FEM plants that are rock solid. They don't throw manners. Um, In house genetics actually use my uh, jelly breath cut that I found, and it came from FEM seeds. And uh, it's a great breeding tool. Um, I think the misconception with FEM seeds, and I know Mr. Souls talked about a little bit right um is you know years ago in amsterdam when they first kind of stumbled on it they probably just had hermaphroditic plants to begin with so when they got their seeds and they popped them they were like hey all these are females all we got to do is you know stress these plants out and they'll make them seeds right and then they would sell those seeds but they had those her- hermetic uh, tendencies in them already so basically they got a bad rap years ago because everybody was just stressing their plants out that naturally hurt got it got it and create feminized seeds where nowadays people are using you know um sts sprays um uh, uh, or, or a couple other methods. Some people let them flower too long as well, and it, that'll naturally stress them sometimes to flower. But if you're using super stable genetics, like um, the Cinderella 99 is a perfect example, no matter how much you stress that plant, it isn't going to toss a nanner. So if you force it with one of these sprays to, you know, Hermie and create a feminized seed, right. it's probably going to create a pretty rock-solid uh, uh Plant in the end. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I just think fem seeds have gotten a bad rep. And then even today, you still see it with a lot of breeders taking um, like some of these Girl Scout cookie strains and crossing them to other unstable elite genetics. And of course, you know, you're going to end up with some Hermy in the end. Sure. Sure.
1: it's a pretty good explanation i did yeah it's all about the uh what you're working with to a degree I mean, yeah it comes,
3: yeah I and, and for with, the longest man. time for years i'd get so upset because i would get all these herming plants you know and these seeds but uh, every now and then i would get one plant that is rock solid it doesn't hurt me at all and that's kind of the plants i'm looking for if if you're unstable in any way shape or form i don't care how uh, i've thrown away some gorgeous plants um (laughs) you know i'll I'll let them finish and pick off the nanners and i mean i I still to this day have people go what about that one that's so (laughs) great i'm like i can't keep it in my room so at the end of the day now i've acquired quite a library of what i consider rock stable genetics and i'm hoping when i make seeds with these that in turn the the seeds will be rock solid as well through selections.
1: Hell yeah, man! Makes sense to me, brother.
3: Well, thanks for hanging out,
1: two tone.
2: Yeah, appreciate you breaking it down. Really good information. I am learning off you on Instagram, there, man.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I highly recommend anyone um, if you if you just want to follow um, two tone genetics. Um, I, I really like to encourage everybody to make seeds are really not that hard um i put up a tutorial or i can send a link i know i've sent it to movie deal before um it's basically a male isolation chamber you can build out of um you know just any kind of clear plastic tote and you put a uh, computer fan with a couple of filters on there and you can actually flower out a male in your room and then when he's ready pull it out and get like a little paintbrush and i I encourage everybody to just start making seeds it's really fun um you can make your own unique crosses that you can't buy anywhere and then it saves you obviously a ton of money on seeds down the road you said male isolation
2: chamber which reminds me of hanging out on my phone for a week or something you know
3: well like a male start to finish you can be done with them in three maybe four weeks so it's not a big time commitment but, and it. if you spend a lot of money on seeds some of these packs cost two three up to six seven hundred dollars um so why not you know take your best male that you find in there and a couple of your real nice females and make more seeds for yourself down the road or got maybe it. for friends as well sure. but i really think um this genetically was- modified genetics are gonna come Into play pretty soon, and it'll be nice if we just can flood the market with uh non GMO seeds. I think it's, I think it's
1: naive. I think it's naive to think that there aren't already GMO seeds out on the market right now that people are using coming from Israeli super farms and stuff like that. I thought everybody wanted to keep you need to keep seeds your doomsday. Oh, oh no, yeah, so you better believe have a zombie (laughs) apocalypse just set of seeds, just set aside, ready to go in the go bag. Whoa, man, what did we get into here, man?
3: Yes, yeah, (laughs) before we go too far down the wormhole, I just think it's important. I think the more like, just like we outgrew the laws, um, back in the mid nineties, we started just growing and growing a kind of a Mark Emery theme of things, you know, like let's outgrow these stupid laws. And I think we've done a pretty good job of that. And now I think it's our time to, uh, like I said, outgrow the corporate takeover. If everybody's just growing their own, they're always going to be competing against anybody with the capability of putting a seat in the ground. Yep. So Yep. I agree, brother. Good thoughts, man. Good
2: advice. I'll be but, uh, following you on Instagram. Absolutely.
3: Yeah, I, and again, I appreciate the time on here. Um, one of the hardest things, uh, especially in the beginning of uh, do, doing anything, is getting your name out there a little bit and uh, you know uh, touching base with a potential future. Um, either testers or uh, customers as well so yeah, I really appreciate it
2: guys. man bringing the dank I told this to Jaron earlier he brought over some do dough that looked like it was painted with a white paintbrush <laughs> I was like you know what man I'll listen to you, you show up with this stuff man you know so when you bring the dank yeah, it's funny uh, how well, people will listen to you what did he enter
3: that. at the cup because whatever that was was fantastic was it as, as does- well
2: I thought it was but
3: I, don't I think sour. it was a sage and sour yeah, yeah. Sour and that fish. stuff is amazing sour. and then obviously uh, congrats to Moby Dill on his uh, fourth place as well absolutely good stuff man
1: right on well don't be a stranger as I say you know to get a hold of us we'll get you back on the show keep us uh, we'll all stay in the conversation with uh, two-tone Willie's got going on
3: yeah love it and uh, yeah well, uh, I'll, I'll get to work on that uh, 2.0 uh, right now so. <laughs> yeah can't wait we'll
2: be checking it out man we'll be in Portland We'll see you then oh love it take it easy brother later some people
0: love to play up the dick yeah Get happy for noon And when the boss says it's to take a little break That means we're lighten up a tune It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep a good bounce on, on, on. It's just weed It's just weed in my toolbox there's a bomb. Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new It's just weed It's just weed I have to keep the good on It's just weed It's just weed